and he laughed at my pathetic efforts. When he shoved his hand between my open legs, I cried out, snapping my leg back down too late. I heaved and squirmed, first thinking to dislodge him, and then, realizing I was no match for his size, I started to beg. Buck, stop. Please, you're just drunk and you'll regret this tomorrow. Oh my god. He wedged his knee between my legs, and air hit my bare hip. I heard the unmistakable sound of a zipper, and he laughed in my ear when I went from rationally imploring to crying, No, 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 no! Under his weight, I couldn't get enough breath together to scream, and my mouth was mashed against the seat, muffling any protest I made. Struggling uselessly, I couldn't believe that this guy I'd known for over a year, who'd not once treated me with disrespect the entire time I dated Kennedy— was attacking me in my own truck at the back of the frat house parking lot. He ripped my panties down to my knees, and between his efforts to push them down and my renewed effort to escape, I heard the fragile fabric tear. Jesus, Jackie, I always knew you had a great ass, but Christ, girl. His hand thrust between my legs again, and the weight lifted for a split second just long enough for me to suck in a lungful of air and scream. Releasing my wrist, he slapped his hand over the back of my head and turned my face into the leather seat until I was silent, almost unable to breathe. Even freed, my left arm was useless. I leveraged my hand against the floor of the cab and pushed, but my wrenched and aching muscles wouldn't obey. I sobbed into the cushion tears and saliva mixing under my cheek. Please don't, please don't, oh God, stop, stop, stop. I hated the weedy sound of my powerless voice. His weight lifted from me for a split second. He had changed his mind, or he was repositioning. I didn't wait to find out which. Twisting and pulling my legs up, I felt the spiky heels of my shoes tear into the pliant leather as I propelled myself to the far side of the bench seat, and scrambled for the handle. Blood rushed in my ears as my body rallied for all-out fight or flight. And then I stopped, because Buck was no longer in the truck at all. At first, I couldn't figure out why he was standing there, just past the door, facing away from me. And then his head snapped back. Twice. He swung wildly at something, but his fists hit nothing. Not until he stumbled back against my truck did I see what, or who, he was fighting. The guy never took his eyes off Buck as he delivered two more sharp jabs to his face, bobbing to the side as they circled, and Buck threw futile punches of his own, blood streaming from his nose. Finally, Buck ducked his head and rushed forward with bull-like intent, but that effort was his undoing, as the stranger swung an easy uppercut to his jaw. When Buck's head snapped up, an elbow cracked into his temple with a sickening thud. He collided with the side of the truck again, pushing off and rushing the stranger a second time. As though the entire fight was choreographed, he grabbed Buck's shoulders and pulled him forward, hard, kneeing him under the chin. Buck crumpled to the ground, moaning and cringing. The stranger stared down, fists balled, elbows slightly bent, poised to deliver another blow if necessary. There was no need. 
Buck was almost unconscious. I cowered against the far door, panting and curling into a ball as shock replaced the panic. I must have whimpered, because his eyes snapped up to mine. He rolled Buck aside with one booted foot and stepped up to the door, peering in. You okay? His tone was low, careful. I wanted to say yes, I wanted to nod, but I couldn't. I was so not okay. I'm gonna call 911. Do you need medical assistance or just the police? I envisioned the campus police arriving at the scene, the partygoers who would spill from the house when the sirens came. Aaron and Chaz were only two of the many friends I had in there, more than half of them underaged and drinking. It would be my fault if the party became the focus of the police. I would be a pariah.